This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the podcast, guys. So on today's episode, we are going to be covering the nine main reasons you are not seeing any changes in your body. And I'm super excited to dive in. However, I do have a little bit of housekeeping and some very exciting announcements to make. So first of all, before we kick that off, I just want to say a big thank you to all of you and to all of your support. There are so many different coaches out there. There are different channels where you can learn about nutrition and training. And the fact that you decide to tune into this podcast every week honestly means the absolute world to me. I also love reading the reviews that you guys leave on Apple Podcasts and the DMs that I receive about how episodes have really helped you or how you've shared an episode with a friend and it's really helped them, honestly means the absolute world to me. And I'm, I'm so proud of this community that we have built of women that are putting their health first, that are looking after themselves and choosing to live their best lives. Love it. Now let's get into announcement number one. And that is I have decided to link a Google document form in the podcast notes. And what that is, is the opportunity for you to ask me a question and I'm going to answer that question on the podcast each week. Now, this can be about your specific situation and you're going to essentially be getting coaching from me for free on the episode. So head down to the show notes. You'll be able to see the link, submit your question. I will be answering one question per week and I absolutely can't wait to get stuck into it. I was lying in bed and the idea came to me and I was like, yes, this is what I need to do. And it just allows me to be able to really connect with you more and to be able to provide you guys with even more value. And my second announcement now, this is very exciting. I have been working very hard behind the scenes in creating something that I know is going to be of such value to all of you. And that is somewhat of a course that I am creating that is going to teach you all about what you need when it comes to your nutrition, reverse dieting, your metabolism, training, honestly, the lot. It is phenomenal. Now, I'm still working on it. It's a really big project, but I am so excited to share it with you. And I honestly just couldn't keep it a secret much longer. I can't wait to reveal it to you. I don't have a date yet as to when it is going to launch, but I would say, look, I would hope by the next couple of months I'll have it out. But I actually haven't told this to anybody. I My podcast listeners are like my inner circle and I love sharing, you know, little tidbits and secrets here with you all first. So I will make sure to keep you up to date with how I'm going with that, but just cannot wait to launch that. And lastly, I just wanted to touch on Girl Fit Method coaching. So Girl Fit Method was born out of a place where I really saw a need for people, in particular women, 
to really focus on their overall health in order to achieve their goals. So there is so much misinformation out there and women spinning their wheels trying to achieve the goals that they are wanting to regarding their health and the way that their body looks and getting absolutely nowhere. In the meantime, really developing an unhealthy relationship with food, having hormonal issues, digestive issues. And that's why GirlFit Method was born. And look, we have actually helped over a thousand women now up-level their minds, up-level their bodies and completely change their life. And we're just so proud, me and our coaching team. And and let me just touch on our coaches. They are phenomenal. There would be no way that I would let, I would let just any coach come and work for GirlFit Method. Now, head coach Vanessa, coach Kat, and I do have an announcement for another coach that we are bringing onto the team very, very shortly, which is really exciting. Honestly, top notch. They have such a passion for coaching. They are well educated and they are super passionate about what they do. So big shout out to my girls and my coaching team. Now, if you are sick and tired of getting absolutely nowhere in regards to your diet, in regards to training, feeling good, improving your body, I'm going to link our application form in the podcast show notes. So go complete that. You can book in a call with our consult specialist, Shelly, who is incredible. Uh, She'll be able to find out more about your situation and we can have a chat about whether we can help you and what that would actually look like. All right. With all of that out the way, lots of exciting announcements today. Let's get stuck into the topic, which is the nine reasons that you are not seeing any changes in your body. Number one is very common for women, and that is you are always dieting or simply not eating enough. I cannot tell you how common this is among females. And the reason is, is that we just believe being in a calorie deficit is the answer to all of our problems. It is the answer to why we don't like the way that our body looks, when in fact, actually building more muscle, eating at maintenance, and maybe potentially in a slight surplus is actually the answer. Now, there is a time for a calorie deficit. However, what you want to make sure you're doing is setting yourself up. So you're priming your metabolism, you're priming your body in order to actually have an effective fat loss phase. However, if you're just chronically under eating, all that happens is that metabolic adaptation. So now you're not really losing any weight, eating a small amount of calories, your body's not changing and you're stuck. And this is the position a lot of our girls come to us in, right? Now you can get yourself out of that, but what you need to understand that in order to achieve what you're wanting to achieve, you're going to need to build some muscle. Now, muscle can only be built when you're eating at maintenance or in a slight surplus. Now, this can feel really uncomfortable for a lot of women, especially if they're uncomfortable in their body as is. And the thought of going, oh my goodness, eating in a surplus, gaining weight. And when I'm talking about a surplus, I'm talking about such a small amount of additional food above your maintenance calories. And if you do actually put on a little bit of weight when you're in a surplus, it's not a lot of weight. You're not going to blow up and become huge, but you actually don't even need to eat in a surplus, just eating at your maintenance calories, focusing on getting stronger, focus on building some muscle and really improving the way that your body looks through your body composition is what you need to do in order to actually change the look of your body. And this transitions very well into point number two, which is you're afraid to gain any kind of weight. And that is what is holding you back. So the dreaded scale and potentially putting on any weight whatsoever is your worst nightmare. Now, when I talk about weight, I'm actually not even talking about fat gain. So many of you, and I can speak on behalf of my clients, as soon as they see a jump in the scale, they freak out. Now, let me tell you, with the majority of our transformations, there is no real change in scale weight. 
In fact, sometimes it goes up and the person gets leaner. That just comes down to building more muscle, right? You cannot put such a huge importance on the number on the scale. And if you do, you know, I say this all the time, just chuck those things out. You need to be looking at other metrics to track your progress. So things like body measurements, progress pictures, how much stronger you're getting in the gym, how much better you're feeling, your hormonal health, your digestion. There are so many different things that will actually give you a clearer indication of how you're progressing. However, what I do see is that when women see a spike in scale weight, even though they're tracking along really, really well, and they're actually potentially losing fat, they are so scared of seeing that 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 they then drop their calories lower again because they're like, oh my goodness, I'm gaining weight, right? Yeah, weight gain's normal. Your weight's going to fluctuate. And if you have that response to seeing the number on the scale increase, you don't have the right to use a scale. So that is number two. You know I harp on about this subject all the time. I probably don't need to go on another rant. Point number three, you worry way too much about how many calories you burn in a workout and so you choose cardio over lifting weights. Now, let me tell you, your workouts do not burn that many calories and whatever your Apple watch tells you or your Fitbit, it is incorrect. Literally, you cannot be thinking about working out as a means to just burn calories. The way that you want to think about it is nutrition is really going to be the thing that dictates fat loss or fat gain. And then your workouts are going to really dictate what your body looks like. Now, cardio is not going to help you when it comes to fat loss. Now, potentially weight loss if you're eating in a calorie deficit. So you will potentially lose some muscle mass. We don't want this. That just further down regulates your metabolism and does not improve the look of your body. Now, weights is like a way to actually shape your body to build muscle and lose fat will give you that toned look not doing cardio. So please do not worry about how many calories you burn in your workouts and also do not try to eat back the calories that you burn in your workouts. Your body really does not work that way. Number three, you are not training hard enough. Your intensity sucks. Now, in order to actually challenge the body to build muscle, you need to be going pretty hard. Now, I'm not talking about absolutely smashing yourself every gym session that you're feeling absolutely exhausted. But if you are just going through the motions, you're not really challenging yourself, you're not sticking to a routine and a program, you're really going to be spinning your wheels, getting nowhere. A great way to gauge this is that when you're doing a set, so you're working out and you're doing, say, three sets of 10 squats, your last two reps need to feel freaking hard. So the eighth rep, you're thinking, yep, this is getting really difficult. Nine, yep, this is difficult. 10, yep, this is very difficult. That's a really good indication that you are challenging yourself enough. However, if you're just doing your three sets of 10 squats and by the 10th, you're a little bit out of breath, but you think, "Mm, that was pretty easy. I could probably smash out another five, six. You need to step your game up. Now, alongside this is just doing random workouts that you find on YouTube or whatever influencer is sharing their workouts. That's really not going to help you grow and improve the look of your body. You need to have some structure with your training. You need to use progressive overload. And you actually really cannot do that when you are just following random workouts. Number four, this is a big one. So these are the three reasons I see people not achieve their goals more than anything else. And that is they're impatient, they are inconsistent, and if they feel that they don't do something perfectly, they give up. Now, this is a recipe for disaster because let me tell you with your fitness journey, it is going to take more time than you expect. You are going to need to be incredibly 
consistent in order to uh, to achieve the goals that you're wanting. And also, you are not going to do things perfectly. And if you go into it thinking, I need to eat perfectly, I need to hit my calories every single day, I need to make sure I get every workout done, every workout needs to be great. And then when you feel like, I don't know, you go on vacation and you don't work out for a week and then you eat really bad and then you get into this horrible spiral where you think, well, stuff it, what's the point now? You're not going to be getting any closer to your goals. And this stuffs a lot of people up. It's that all or nothing mentality again. And you need to just rewire the way that you think about things. And the biggest piece of advice I can give here is go into it knowing you're not going to do it perfectly. And then that way, you're kind of preparing yourself to have times when maybe you don't hit your calories. Maybe you do eat too much. Maybe you binge. Maybe you skip a whole week worth of workouts, but you know that you're in it for the long haul, right? And you're not setting yourself up to feel like you need to do everything perfectly. And when you don't, it's like, well, stuff it. I've ruined it. I may as well give up. And just to add to that, remember, things take time. Your fitness journey is going to take a whole lot longer than you hope for. And this is the problem. People want quick results and quick results don't hang around. You want to set a really good foundation for yourself so that you get results and then you can actually keep them. And that takes time and that takes consistency. Number five, you give up. You give up when it gets hard, when you feel like not doing it, when you lose motivation, you just give in. And you go back to old habits and you don't actually follow through on the promise that you made for yourself. Now, things are going to get really difficult. Actually, I'll talk about this week. I'll I'll give you a real life example. And that is this week has been very, very hard. It has been, my goodness, it's just been like one thing after another. And I've been working close to 12 to 14 hour days every single day. I have been exhausted. And let me tell you, there have been so many times where I haven't wanted to do what I know I've needed to do in order to achieve my goals. It's been really, really difficult. And there are going to be times like that. If you have set yourself a goal, there will be things that pop up in your life. Things will not go to plan, but you need to go back to your why. When you have a really strong why, you are then able to draw on, okay, well, this is the reason I'm actually doing something. And that is what's going to push you through the hard times. But if you just give up the first moment, things get difficult, things get uncomfortable. Honestly, you need to accept the fact that you are never going to change. You are never going to achieve your goals because you are a comfort seeker. You like feeling comfortable. You don't want to challenge yourself. You pull back when you feel fearful about something or when something just doesn't feel easy. You don't push past it. And the truth of the matter is, is that anything good in life takes a hell of a lot of hard work. So my encouragement to you is, hey, I have very, I have days where I just feel like I can't be bothered anymore. It's all too hard. And you know what? It is a okay to rest. And I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about if you feel like there's a pattern in your life where you get to a certain point and then you just give up, you need to challenge that. You need to push past the uncomfortable. Okay. Next one is you don't rest enough. So you feel like more is better. But we've got to remember that the magic happens with any kind of transformation when we rest. So what happens is, is when we work out, we're really stressing our muscles. We tear down our muscle fibers. Now, how do they recover? How do we build muscle? 
that happens when we rest. Now, if you're not allowing yourself to rest, a few things can happen. Number one, it's going to be very difficult for you to build any kind of muscle. Number two, your body's going to be chronically inflamed and chronically stressed. Now, this is where we have hormonal issues. We have digestive issues and we end up retaining more fluid. We find that our hunger cues go all over the joint. And this is really common with women where they just believe once again, more is better when it's actually not. You need to recover. You need to take rest days and you need to learn to feel comfortable doing those. And if you don't feel comfortable, what I want you to understand is that it's going to take some time. You need to sit just like my other point earlier. You need to sit in that uncomfortable feeling. And the more that you do that, the more comfortable you're actually going to feel with taking rest days. But rest days are incredibly pivotal to seeing any kind of results and seeing changes in your body. Number eight, you care way too much about what people think of you. And that drives all of the decisions in your life. The fact that you want to look a certain way, you want to weigh a certain amount, you want to have a certain look about you is driven by feeling like if you look a certain way, you're going to be more valued from others or you're going to fit in. Now, the problem with that is that The idea of what beauty is or what's acceptable socially changes all the time. And you are never, ever, ever going to be all of those things. And you know what? In fact, if someone doesn't value the way that you are right now, they're not going to value you if you look better. And actually, if they do, they shouldn't be in your life. You need to be your own best friend. You need to learn to like who you are as a person right now, regardless of how much you weigh, regardless of what you look like. And then the decisions that you make are coming from a place of self-respect. And that actually is going to be more, it's going to have an approach. You're going to have an approach to fitness and nutrition that is more sustainable because it's coming from a place of compassion and respect for yourself. But if you are viewing food and exercise as punishment to look a certain way so that You can impress others. Trust me, that's only going to breed an unhealthy relationship with food and is not going to be sustainable. And here is my lucky last. Here is number nine. Okay, you ready for it? You care way too much about losing the last few pounds or the last few kilos. Now, what I want you to think about is what your happiest life looks like. And then I want you to think about what your life will look like if you need to achieve X weight, right? Now, when you think about the life that you need to lead in order to achieve X weight, which is maybe, you know, a few kilos less than what you are now, can you go out and eat with friends? Can you go and have takeaway? Can you skip a workout here and there? Can you eat a good amount of calories and still maintain that weight? Now, if the answer is no, then If that's the life that you want to lead, that's a pretty sad life. I recently went into a cut to show you guys that I can lose weight eating 2000 calories, right? Which I did. Now, I did lose a little bit of weight and I know that I've gained a little bit of fat back. And that is because in order for me to maintain that lower weight, I really need to be eating less. I need to stop eating out so much. I probably need to be training more, maybe, you know, including things like cardio. To be completely honest with you, I don't want that. And it just comes down to really being realistic with your goals and really just weighing up whether it's worth it. Is it worth being 
two kilos lighter but miserable? Is it worth it being two kilos lighter and having a terrible relationship with food or having really no social life or having to go to the gym constantly and having anxiety if you can't get to the gym? Is it worth it? Can you actually reframe the way that you think about your body to accept it slightly at a higher body fat percentage because you can then live your life and live a full vibrant life. If you are going to be so stuck on getting to you know a certain weight that you lose your period, that you have no social life, that you have no sex drive, okay, that's your decision. But personally, I wouldn't choose that for myself. And is it worth it? Is it worth it for five pounds? Is it worth it for two kilos? I don't think so. Actually, I know so. It is not. So be realistic with your goals and understand that, look, maybe the expectations you set for yourself to look a certain way, to weigh a certain amount might not be the healthiest and might not be the best for you. All right, guys, that is it for me today. I wanted to smash this one out nice and quick. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please take a screenshot, share this on your stories, share it with a friend. And if you wanted to leave a five-star review, it means the absolute world to me. It's the best way to support me and to get the podcast out to more women, to empower them to feel good about themselves and their bodies. All right, guys, that is it from me. Big love, Coach Tash. 